Hey Chit Chatters, it's Jose Miguel, your host with the Life and Business Coaching Podcast. So I'm recording an episode that is going to be unedited and raw, so I'm going to basically just come to you and have a conversation, but um, I'm not going to have any editing happening with it because I'm going to post it right after I'm done. And um, I have lots that I want to share about what's going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks on the podcast, but also what's happening with uh, coaching with Jose Miguel. And ultimately, um, the biggest thing that kind of motivated this episode was everything that's happening in the world. Um, I recorded an episode earlier this week with two coworkers of mine, which I'm really excited to share um, probably on Monday, which I think is the 15th. Um, and we had a really good in-depth conversation about the landscape of the Black Lives Movement, um, systemic racism, implicit biases, and how can white folks, white people, um, what can they do in this situation? Um, because I know it's something that happens often. I made a post on Instagram just a few days ago that basically allowed me to show a part of myself that I never really have, um, which I realized I've never really done. I have really have been open to just my inner circle of people who I meet and feel comfortable talking to. And this post has kind of allowed me to open up in a way that I didn't realize that I could. And I'm not a shy person. Obviously, I have a podcast and I, I enjoy talking and I enjoy speaking in front of people. But um, sharing parts of me, I wouldn't say that are private, just being more vocal into the fact that I'm feeling um, pain for the causes of other people but more so how I don't really know how I can support the people who are in pain. And I know it sounds really weird, but I feel bad for the black people in this world who are being harmed and are feeling in pain by seeing their fellow black people in the same position. And I'm saying black people because that's exactly who's being targeted. I am a Latino, Hispanic, I am Dominican. I come from a descent of people who are extremely racist towards Haitians, which are also people of color. Um, and the odd thing is that we're all mixed when you come from the Caribbean. The only people that are originally from the islands are the Tainos and the natives. And they were very much so um, similar looking to the Native Americans. They had the uh, brown colored skin, they had the caramel colored skin, and when the Spaniards came to the Caribbean, they brought Africans and they brought Spaniards and they blended all together. Huge hodgepodge. So all those Caribbean islands where there are people of different color and different shades um, is because they all blended together. That's what happens, right? And I just... I look different. Obviously, I'm lighter than um, many of my brothers and sisters of color. Um, even my blood brother is, is darker than me. Um, 
and I don't experience the same level of um, racism because I'm not darker. Um, so for me, I feel bad because of that. Um, and not because I don't get, I'm not profiled, just because I don't know how to react to it. I don't identify the same way that white people do. And I also am struggling with how do I support my brothers and sisters who are being targeted and who are also um, struggling right now. So going back to the post, um, it helped me a lot understand that I am using my platforms, my Facebook, my Instagram, my um, Twitter and LinkedIn for opening dialogue and conversation. And ultimately that's what I want to do. And I'm looking forward to the conversation that's going to air, um, hopefully by Monday, like I said, with my two colleagues. I adore them both. Um, I work closely with them in my day job. Um, and I'm excited for them to share their perspective and their experience um, as African-Americans and how parts and experiences of their lives, which ultimately they didn't recognize the systemic racism they had experienced at that time, um, they've kind of recognized it now going through the Black Lives Movement that we're seeing today. Obviously, the Black Lives Movement has been in existence for quite some time. Um, and because of the death, I should say the murder of George Floyd, even though he passed away, um, it's kind of catapulted. And I have to say that I'm excited for the change that this movement is bringing because it's opening up so many conversations that are so necessary, not just about racism, but it's also calling back to the diversity, the equity, and the inclusion pieces, the DEI. And I've been very passionate about that in the workplace. I've been very passionate about that in my communities. Um, and I've been very vocal about it. Um, the part that was kind of hard for me was talking about myself when it came to it. But you have to be able to be comfortable with yourself and sharing your story. And I think that's where I struggled. Um, so I appreciate the support of everyone who has been expressing their, their support for it. Um, and, and kind of saying, saying thank you for that. Um, moving on from that, and, you know, we'll come back to that when those episodes air. Um, I've been thinking about a lot about my coaching and how I'm working with people. And I've learned some more about myself in this process. And it's really, really hard um, to do what I do in the sense that I feel for all of my clients and... I want to be able to offer them more than I can. And what I mean by that is that I've so far done coaching um, in my full-time job as, the, as a director of career services, as a career coach, um, and helping students kind of seek their way through. And I'm moving into this new arena of coaching, which is now on my own as a life uh, and business coach. And the struggle for me has been is that I see the opportunity to work with so many amazing people. And I've already done a couple of coaching sessions with some folks, which I'm excited for you to hear the magic that happens um, when I meet and start talking with someone and kind of what that experience looks like. And hopefully some people will be interested in, in jumping on some coaching. Um, 
but the struggle I'm having is that some people can't afford it. And I know that I'm not charging an extreme amount. Um, I'll be honest, it's extremely discounted because I know that it's difficult. I think about all the times that I've helped people who have come to me have said, hey, can you help me with my resume? And, you know, I would, I'm definitely comfortable saying that I'm a resume expert um, and help people ultimately get a job. And it's hard to tell someone, this is what my fee is when the person has no job in the first place, how are they supposed to pay you? And I guess for me, money, to ask people for money for something that's a service when I know that this is what I'm meant to do and serve, don't expect to do it for free. But it's such a struggle to not want to help people even though they're not paying you. Um, so it's, it's an interesting um, dilemma that I'm in. But I'll, here's what I'll say and kind of like where I'm trying to figure this out a little bit more. I have to make money somehow. And I know that my day job isn't what I see myself doing forever. Um, I love what I do. You know, I mentioned that I'm the director of career services. I have an amazing opportunity where I can get to help uh, college students transition from their academic career to the career world and help them identify their first new job, help them identify the path they want to take in their lives. And hopefully that leads them to fulfilling their purpose. Um, I know that it always doesn't always end up that way. And for many people, you know, they realize later in their 20s um, that they want to pivot to something else. And I know for a fact from experiences and the thousands of people that I've helped that it just always doesn't end up um, where the person stays at that one job or they kind of pivot to something else. And that's okay. That's what life is. Life isn't, you know, just one straight road. And the opportunity that I have, I'm very blessed because I feel that I have great benefits and, you know, I enjoy the people that I work with, but I know that I'm meant to do so much more. And I know what my calling is, and my calling is to help people out there, the millennial generation, in helping them find their purpose and their path in life. And whatever that might be for them, you have to have a coaching session that happens in a conversation. The magic happens with me listening to you um, and getting a better understanding of who you are and the person you want to be. And in conversation, I can peel back lots of layers to determine what really makes you tick. I'm not a psychologist. I know the difference between someone who may need to seek mental health counseling, and I've done many referrals for that. And I'm very comfortable in doing the assessment of understanding someone's personality, someone's skills, and someone's strengths. Um, I enjoy those assessments. Um, I don't always think that they're 100% end-all be-all. I think sometimes you need to do a lot of coaching and conversation with a person to be able to help them understand who they are when they're lost and seeking to find direction. Um, so my offer that I'm going to probably continue with for a while until I start to feel that I need to elevate this is that my hourly rate is going to be 125 and that's what it is. And if someone comes to me and say, I want to buy a package, I want to buy, you know, six months of coaching, then we'll have a conversation. 
where I think I'm going to offer probably a uh, better discount is with my resume course. And the reason I'm going to offer a better discount is because I'm probably going to sell it at 47 bucks. And the goal is for you to create the resume in the format that I'm showing you how to create it for then you to come to me and spend half an hour and me helping you navigate how to create and customize a resume for the job you want. Why am I doing that? What, what? People spend hundreds of dollars having someone make the resume for them. But that resume is not tailored to the job, okay? There's something called SEO, right? SEO, search engine optimization, is everywhere. And SEO is also in job applicant tracking systems, ATSs. And what happens is when you have organizations and companies that have a really good applicant tracking system, they build in keywords into the job descriptions so that when applicants apply, they filter the applicants with those keywords so that it's easier for them to identify the best candidate, the best applicant. And the reason I know this is because I've spent four and a half years in recruitment and talent management. I spent four and a half years in HR. I spent four and a half years with hiring managers. The other reason I know is that in the whole 11 years that I've spent in higher education, I've worked with recruiters to help them identify the best talent for their company. I'm talking companies like Amazon, Google, Facebook, Bank of America, City, Ernst & Young, um, huge hospitals, uh, Liberal arts, liberal arts, well, not liberal arts companies, um, non-for-profit companies or organizations. Um, and so the opportunity that I got and the experience that I got from that was identifying people whose skills and competencies were relevant to the job. Now, when you're a recent student, for example, just getting started after college, you may have maybe one or two internships, for example. So you may not have a whole lot of experience to speak to when it relates to the job. So in that case, you have to use your coursework and the very little experience you have to tailor your resume. I can show you how to do that. When you are a mid-career professional, when I mean mid-career, meaning you've, you've worked at some place or you spent at least six to eight years working in the same industry, you can then become a mid-career professional. And what that means is that you have the ability to showcase success rates and successions at multiple places. So whether you spend two years at one company, two years at another company, another two years at another company, great, we can tailor your experiences or I can tailor your experiences from those specific organizations to the job that you want to get. And then use your skills and competencies to align with what the job description is asking for. So in a nutshell, it means that you have to tailor your resume to every job you apply to.
I know it sounds crazy, but it's been proven and it's successful. I can coach you in how to create a resume that's going to get you the job. I can show you the secrets that employers are looking for when they're looking to hire the next person for their team. Not only can I show you how to do that for your resume, but I can do it for your cover letter. So you get a win-win situation. Now, I can also coach you with interviewing, which is a whole different conversation. Haven't figured that piece out yet, but let's jump into LinkedIn, for example. I spent the early parts of my career when LinkedIn started to become the professional Facebook. Now it's morphed into so much more. Um, and this was before Microsoft bought LinkedIn. It wasn't independent. It wasn't even an IPO yet. Um, training people on LinkedIn. I was a LinkedIn trainer. It didn't work for LinkedIn. I just trained people on LinkedIn. But I understand how LinkedIn works. I understand LinkedIn algorithm. I understand how to build a professional presence on LinkedIn. Not to just show you how to get seen, but how to build a network and how to get employers to find you. I was a recruiter before. I used to use LinkedIn as a form of sourcing. So I can teach you how to do that. So there's a lot of things that I just talked about in relationship to career, in relationship to job searching, in relationship to the toolkit relevant to get you the job you want. Now, I know we're kind of in this weird place right now with the whole COVID-19 and in some places, things are opening up. And in some places, people are getting back to work. And there's a lot of people who still have not found the job. So for those of you who are struggling to find your next thing, I can still help you find your next thing. But you probably need to put food on the table and you probably need to pay some bills. You need to use your skills, which are transferable, to apply them to the jobs that the economy has right now. It's going to take a while before the world comes back to what we potentially had before. And I say potentially because there's going to be organizations and businesses and some industries that may not come back from COVID. It's unfortunate because it's just what the world has in front of us. I think this whole idea about COVID-19 and the economy um, was something that we were kind of moving into and not COVID-19 specifically, meaning the fact that the world completely shut down and is now completely remote. So we've now created a new economy in how we connect with people and how we engage with people. It was always in existence, so I shouldn't say that it's new, but it, you know, the COVID situation caused it to come much sooner. And I know a lot of people are talking about this. I know a lot of people are probably not wanting to talk about this, um, but the reality of this situation is, is that when with this experience that we just had with this situation, which we're still living in, right? We're not completely over it. The pandemic is slowly changing and kind of bringing things back to life in a way. But, you know, they just named earlier this week that we're in a recession based on the economy. And what that means is people, if people want jobs, there are jobs. Jobs are in different sectors of the economy. So you have to use your transferable skills to get you the job. 
because someone needs to bring home some bacon. And I don't mean just bacon to me, I mean bacon and money. So I, I really want people to listen to this and know that I'm here for the coaching experience. I'm here to help you get through this challenging time. I'm here to coach you for your career. I'm here to coach you in business. Um, moving on to some other episodes that are coming up, I have a business coach who's coming in at some point. Um, I have a recruiter who's coming in at some point. I'm hoping, crossing my fingers, um, I have to reach out to her. Um, someone who I've known for probably 10 years now, I want to say maybe even longer. Um, she is actually an expert at the millennial generation. Um, and she's written several books and she's well known. Um, we've met several times and I admire her for the work that she's done and she's really paved the way for people to recognize that the millennial generation is as a generation to not be reckoned with. You know, there's a lot of stigma behind who millennials are and um, people will either ignore it or people will bash it or people will, you know, say they're great and all these amazing things. And um, I would love to have her um, on the show sometime in the near future. So I'm super excited. Oh, and then I have someone um, who's probably coming up uh, towards the end of March because I want to be able to get these coaching calls out there. Um, coming up probably in the end of March um, to talk about personality assessments. Uh, and this is someone who I've been um, connected with through one of my podcast communities. Um, I've actually joined a couple of podcast communities where I've met some amazing people and I'm excited to bring them in to the podcast because I think it's really important to engage and connect with people in your community, but also help people and help them promote themselves. So I'm all about that. Um, so thank you for the support. Um, for anybody who's listening to this, I really appreciate all of the enthusiasm. I really appreciate your kind words. Um, remember to stay healthy, to stay safe. Um, remember to always lean Lean in with courage over comfort. Um, I'm here for you. Again, with the coaching, I'm going to mention this again. I'm offering hour-long sessions, 125 an hour. I will do a payment plan with you, okay? Um, let's get started with your resume if you're looking for a job, all right? I can talk you through how to build your resume and use a very simple sample, not template, sample tool to build that out for you and then i can walk you through and making it customized for the actual job so let's get you going let's get you started i'm here for you thank you so much for listening